the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, you are our Father, you are our King. And I want to just receive today the love that you have for me. And Lord, I pray that our listeners would receive today the love that you have for them. And that as we discuss love today from your word, that you would bring an anointing so that we would see truly how you have set things up. You are love. And we are asking, Father, that as disciples, O Lord, we would become love. So, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and honor you this day. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Amen. Well, I guess I should say happy Valentine's Day, right? Um, My topic today is love like God. And uh, it is, uh, I've got to say that though we throw the word loving around all the time and we, we use the word in so many ways, it is extremely difficult to love like God. But before we get started, I have a few interesting handouts on love that I want to send to you. So for any gift this month, just ask for the love handouts and we'll send them out to you. These handouts will include some charts on responding in love, resolving conflict, controlling our thoughts, checking our thought life, and other challenges like 10 ways to love and a Valentine's test. (laughs) Okay, so you could have a lot of fun with these things. I'd like to send it to you. Would you do me a favor and call our office, 813-831-5673, or... Go to our website, heartofmessiah.org, and donate as well as ask for the uh, love information. I'll be happy to send it out to you. I think you will really enjoy it and find it very useful. And obviously today we're going to be talking about love. And my question to you is, what does God's love really look like? 
And if we can figure out what his love looks like, then we can make sure that our love is godly. We can copy him. Uh, And so we start out right at the beginning. You know, the first time the word love is used in Scripture is Genesis 22.2. And then he said, this is God speaking to Abraham, take your son your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains about which I will tell you. So God recognizes the tremendous love that Abraham has for his son and says, sacrifice him sacrifice him to show your love for me. And so I believe that's where we begin. If we really want to have a handle on the word love, we have to start with the word sacrifice. Yeshua was a sacrifice for us, showing us God's love for us. And too often in marriage relationships, in, in our friendship relationships, in our relationships, in, in our synagogue, in churches, in wherever we worship, love is used very easily, but it is done very difficultly because we are not sacrificing. Love starts with sacrifice. It says in 1 John 4:16, we've come to know and trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. And that scripture can be said because Yeshua was that sacrifice. And we truly see what God is saying to us. Now, whoever abides in love abides in God. This is the remainder of that scripture. And God abides in him. So that's a great summary for us. We have to have Messiah's heart. And Messiah's heart was the willingness to give himself up for you and me. Now, I don't believe that most of us will have to sacrifice ourselves physically. But I do believe that to truly love, and I'm assuming that you want to truly love because that's how you are obeying God's commandments. If you truly love, you're obeying God's commandments. Love requires emotional sacrifice. Love is shown when things are going badly. (laughs) When somebody has just been in your face. When somebody says something negatively to you, that's when you can show your love. And too often, we are trying to show people what's right in our opinion 
rather than show them the love of God. It is so easy. I just think of things that I was involved with yesterday, where if I were to give a quick response, and in some cases I did, it didn't show love. But if I wait a little while and I ask the question, God, what do I need to sacrifice to show my love? Boy, does that look different than my first reaction. Are you willing to ask that question? Deuteronomy 6, 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. Okay, this is a commandment. And we see it later on, in um, Matthew 22, that Yeshua repeats that this is a commandment, but we'll get to that in a second. Now, this kind of love that is talked about, the love of God, it says in verse 7 of Deuteronomy 6, you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. So you need to teach it. You need to talk it. You need to show action. It's while you're sitting and while you're walking, while you're lying down, while you're rising up. In other words, your entire being is to reflect how much you love God. Many of you are on your way to church this morning. And you're going to see something that is going to irritate you. It might be in the car. It might be in church. And the question you have to ask yourself this morning is, am I willing to make myself a sacrifice in order to show God's love? In verse 8, it says, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be for frontals on your forehead. Jewish people put the mezuzah on the doorpost of, of the house because of this next verse. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. The mezuzah is, is that reminder of the love of God, even though most Jewish people don't know what's in the mezuzah. And... Putting, the Orthodox put it over their hand, and, it, and they wear something uh, like a box with, in, on the front of their forehead as they pray. We don't need to do this. We need our entire being to be a being of love. That's what we need. And then in Leviticus 19.18, it says, You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people. This is what love looks like. But you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Now, I mentioned this. Yeshua repeats it in Matthew and in Mark. In Matthew 22.36, it says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the Torah? And Yeshua said to him, you shall love Adonai, the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. 
you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The entire Torah and the prophets hang on these two commandments. If you are not showing love, you are not keeping God's commandments. You are not obeying. What does love look like? It's the heart of Messiah. Knowing it is one thing, living it is another. Most of what God wants us to learn is simple, but it's just not easy. You know, I've said this a few times. The dictionary definition for love is an intense feeling of deep, intimate affection. That's great, but that's not good for us. You and I, as believers in Yeshua, as our Messiah, need to say God's love that we are supposed to show is the purposeful decision to show affection, continuously, meaning moment by moment. Unending, there is no end. And unconditionally, meaning it happens not only without a reason, but it happens when people have been mean to us, when people have been irritating, when people have hurt us. We are to show love. And and I heard I had somebody come into my office this week and, 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 and literally cry and say, I can't do this. And I believe that the answer is in the Lord, in God, when we are in him, all things are possible. We can do these things, but it is difficult. And for people who cheapen the word love and, and just throw it out, and then, then the next minute don't behave in love? I believe that God is looking down at you and saying, Abide in me so I can abide in you. God's kind of love is a purposeful decision. That means you decide before the things happen to you. And so, as an example... You're at services this morning or whenever, and you want to worship the Lord. And just before they uh, begin the service, someone leans over to you and says, can't you keep your children quiet? <laughs> your first reaction is don't mess with my children. <laughs> don't speak about my children. They're my children. And so you either want to give them a sarcastic answer, or you want to show them how they are wrong, or you are angry, but do you actually say, oh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll do what I can, I'll work harder at it, I'll, you know, look, what, is, what answer is going to show love? Now, you could say, well, did they show love to me? Did, did they even think about love when they said that? When they ruined my entire worship experience for the day, did they think about love? And the answer is probably no. So the question is, are you the example of the believer? If so, then you have to oh, look at what God has to overcome in our behavior to love us unconditionally. 
we need to do the same. It has to be a decision, a conclusion, a a commitment to do something. Turning back is not an option. So recently someone was in my office and was so exasperated with me, not only were they crying, but they asked to leave for a couple moments. When they returned, what should I have said to them? I could have said, well, you know, I was right, and I'm sorry you were hurt. Or I could have said, uh, well, I just explained the truth to you. It shouldn't be that upsetting. Or should I say, look, I'm sorry that I upset you. Well, this is what I said. And you judge whether it was love or not. I said, you know, I believe the reason you're crying is because you care for me so much and you care about what I think. Well, I can tell you that the moment changed immediately. And all the lots of other things were in my mind, but but my my hope at that moment was that I could take a situation that was turning bad and turn it around and make it good and encourage this person in a way so that later on or another day, they would hear me in some other areas. And they had to know that I cared for them just as much as they cared for me. And saying that is not as effective as being sensitive to what their needs are and and who they are. You know, when it's a purposeful decision, we have to show. Now, when we show somebody something, it's we can't talk about it. When we show it, they judge it. It's it's not about what we think is love. It's what they think is love. And so when we show it, they judge it, and they, by their words back to us, by their looks, by however you read them, they will tell you if what you did was loving. And affection. You know, we're supposed to show affection. Now, yes, it is a feeling of fondness, but it requires words, action, a countenance that indicates to people that you really care. There's so many ways to show love. You know, in in Judaism, we talk about tzedakah. Tzedakah it means uh, righteous, but it also means charity or love. And it refers to giving the finances, giving to the poor, giving time and talent. These are physical different things we can do to give. And that is one way to show love. But there's another way to show love, and that is to have the fruits in the, of the Spirit in Galatians five twenty-two and 23 so deep in us that... This is what comes out. And you notice the first fruit of the Spirit is love. And I believe that as we are in a hostile environment and we can show these other fruits of the Spirit, we end up showing love. 
So picture yourself in a hostile environment. Somebody, come on, picture somebody who did something bad to you. Do you still have joy? Do you still have peace? Do you still have patience? Do you still have kindness? Are you seen as being good by your reply and your actions? Are you seen as faithful? Have you been gentle? And do you have self-control? Now, these require you to sacrifice to you to think of the other person first, not yourself. Look, when we talk about 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8, we say love is patient. There it is again. Now, in order to be patient, you have to make yourself a sacrifice. And you remember the the thing that I've said a number of times, when you become a sacrifice, you will never be a victim. Never. So love is patient. Love is kind. Okay, so if you are not patient today, if you are not kind today, don't tell me what's happened to you, but I'm throwing this out to you. If you are not kind in every situation, if you are not patient in every situation, you are a clanging symbol from God's point of view. You have not shown love. We can go through the others. It doesn't envy. It does not brag. It does not puff up. It does not seek its own way. Isn't that the bottom line of love? Love does not seek its own way. (laughs) At this point, should I say to you, Happy Valentine's Day? (laughs) Is this too difficult for you on Valentine's Day? What if you give your uh, wife, if if uh, men are speaking to me, beautiful flowers and they don't appreciate it? Are you still showing love? What what if the husband forgets to give anything to the wife? Wife, are you still showing love or are you going to get your little knife and kind of start using it in his, you know what I'm talking about, and say, well, I, I don't mind that you didn't get me flowers. I I realize that you just didn't think of me today, right? You know, these are the kinds of things that we say rather than just saying, I love you anyway. You can treat me poorly, but I'm going to show you love because God in me. Greater is he who is in me than the enemy who is in the world. Boy, I'd love to, I had so much more prepared about love today, but we're out of time. And and there's, I don't know, maybe we'll continue love next week. I mean, look, love is the key to discipleship and knowing the heart of Messiah. We get this right. We get pretty much everything right. I want to send you some great handouts that will continue to challenge you. And, and so how about giving us any kind of love gift this week? 
and and I'll send you the handouts. Uh, I, it'll be great to send them out to you. I think you'll really enjoy them. Uh, charts on responding in love and, and a Valentine test and, and uh, resolving conflicts and controlling our thoughts. These are really key things to have. So call at 813-831-5673 or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. May you grow in your desire to have a a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.